And this is my turn. My Town, baby. I was up early this morning talking about My Town. On uh, Fox and Friends first with uh, Todd Pirro. Yes, you were. It was it was an early shot. They were talking about Chicago and the carjackings and the crime, and I tried to leave it as a positive spin as I could. They asked if, uh, if I had any hope for our city, and I said, well, absolutely. I even have hope for the Bears. <laughs> we'll play that audio coming up here a little bit later on. Uh, yeah, what a day. What a day yesterday, and, and I'm going to get to, to, to some news. You know, Biden was out there talking, and Lightfoot was out there talking, and and you can choose to muddle in the in the darkness that, that some people choose. I won't do that, but there was news yesterday that, that hit like a ton of bricks uh, after these two people uh, got done with their with their with their speaks. And I'm going to tell you about that coming up here in a second. It is it is news of epic proportion and it hits home especially here in chicago and more importantly the suburbs and uh and i don't like to be that guy i don't want to come on here and give you bad that's not what i do so uh but i i do have to share this with you uh in in, in just a, a matter of moments that sonic boom yesterday yeah <laughs> that was something huh isn't that cool all of a sudden people in uh, central illinois and downstate are saying whoa what the hell was that what was that I will tell you quickly, Ray, I lived for a period of time in central Florida, just outside Orlando. Sorry. And no, don't be. It was it was an okay time. That's when the shuttle was still making regular flights. So I was watching the news overnight. The talking head on my television said, Well, right about now, over Orlando, you should be able to hear the first of two sonic booms as the shuttle comes in for a landing. And no sooner did he say that than boom. The blinds kind of jumped off the window, and then a second one followed. I thought it was the coolest thing. That is cool. And I love watching that stuff happen. I'm just a geek when it comes to that. But oh, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what a course correction is. I imagine that you're going this way, and then you want to go that way, so you'd give her. As we say in racing, you had to give her. You had to give her a little bit and let her eat. <laughs> and he did. And boom, she went to Decatur Fire Department's Deputy Chief uh, Dan Klein told the Herald Review down there that a booming noise was heard from 1124. Some people heard it at 1128, prompting concerned calls to call the police and fire department. There's a loud noise. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Is that you that know, methane playing over there again? <laughs> Those kids get a hold of that anhydrous uh, ammonia. What they, uh, ammonia, what do they got there? Speaking of uh, sonic booms, this is my new favorite sonic boom right here. This is Silk Sonic. Yeah. WLSA made 90 spinning the hits. That's Bruno Mars and Silk Sonic. Oh. Okay, you can shut that down. I just. Who hit the post, too, man? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm, I'm tired of, of bad news. And, and, you know, I'm looking at our text screen here this morning. <laughs> Wendy must have been on yesterday just. Just in a three-hour rant on COVID. Because the text messages are like, oh, my God. So I don't, 
I don't like to be the bearer of bad news. But you know what? It's it's here. You got to be honest. You know that's the thing. I think that's the problem in this in this country, in this city, in the state. We're not honest with each other. Some people might say you're, uh, you know, you're kind of a jackass. But some people say no, he's being honest. There's a difference there. When uh, when when we get on the scoots, you know, and the boys ride, and we take a little ride. No matter if that's down south, out west, uh, you know, out to Burlington, Genoa, you stop at Mott's, you go to the Virgil Tap, you go to Ray's Evergreen Lounge in St. Charles, maybe you go down to Crestwood, and you hit the Thirsty Beaver, and you see my buddy James, Marchiano. You ride, you have fun, you have friends, you see him all the time. And oh, by the way, there's a guy that's inbound on the Eisenhower every day that I come to work. He's on a, he's in a white one-ton flat bed steel hauling truck it's by us steel i've been seeing this guy for 20 years we wave to each other every morning that's the chicago i know so hi to buy us steel it just shows that we are a big community here and when things like this happen it makes me sad i can't tell you how many times i've got on the uh the fat boy or the heritage classic and ridden up to penny road pub the penny road pub is up for sale it's going to close oh this is the news yesterday. While while you were hearing about the uh, you know while you were hearing about stuff like like this right here, because Omicron spreads so easily, we'll see some fully vaccinated people get COVID potentially in large numbers. But these cases are highly unlikely to lead to serious illness. I thought it was Omicron, not Omicron. But while you're hearing about that, this is what concerns a guy like me. Dave Sanfilippo announced back in 2015 that he was putting Penny Road up for sale. But uh, that uh, change in ownership didn't happen till later on this year. That's out in Barrington, correct? It, it is. Yeah. Penny Road, Penny Road Pub. And it's one of those places. Now, I know that, that they they made a killing, um, you know, with their 4 o'clock liquor license. That's where they kind of make their bread and butter. But on a weekday when there's nobody around and it's a nice fall day or a summer day or on a weekend and you go out there and you ride... And then you go on up and you kind of tour the the uh, you know the the uh, the, the great the, the, the Chain of Lakes area. Maybe go to the Broken Oar, another great motorcycle destination. These are classic, fun, iconic spots. And if you go there, you see the same people every weekend. I might run into Dan and Tina Larson or my buddy Chad. You know, you never know. Bad Chad might be there and the guys. But. Uh, you know, I wonder how much, uh, you know, COVID and the restrictions and the things that we had to go through in this state really is hurting small business owners. But this just really makes me sad. Is there a go-to bar for you out there in uh, WLSAM 890 land? And I, I don't want to sound like a, you know, like a guy that likes to drink a lot. I'm just a guy that likes to go out and go to my neighborhood joint. Now, in my neighborhood where I grew up, I grew up basically in Winfield and West Chicago, Illinois. And the bar for us was John's Buffet. Classic. I can't tell you how many times my mom went in there to drag my dad out of that place. <laughs> One time she even brought my grandma. She brought my nice. grandma in there. My, my dad, sheet metal worker, had his own business. But he and his buddies, they'd like to go hang at John's Buffet. And my mom had grandma over, I think it was for the beginning of the holidays. And my grandma, you know, full-on Polish woman from, from, the, from the old country. And uh, um, she was living in Brookfield. My mom went to get her and... and uh, it's like 7 at night, it's dark, it's this time of year, and my grandma's, boy, that Ray sure works home. He's still, he's not even home from work yet. 
And my mom goes, oh, yeah? Get in the car. I'll show you where he is. She dragged my grandma into the bar to get my dad out of there, shaming the poor guy. Your dad got double-barreled. Oh, man. I'm like, man. mom, even to this day, I say, how the hell could you do that to the guy? Um, but as it went, my dad went on to be a 38- or 40-year recovering alcoholic, which I always say to him, I'm like, Dad, come on. Let's just have one more. If you're, in, if you're in the recovery program, God bless you, it's hard. I, and I just joke about that with my dad. Because that's, that's the relationship we had. I'm not saying that that's the relationship you should have with your family if somebody's trying to, to quit. But he did it, and I was proud of him. There's a farewell party to Penny Road. Uh, it is uh, scheduled for Saturday, Janu- January 22nd, featuring the bad, bad motor scooter, blizzard of roads, and vicious circle. But... Uh, you know, I want to see that our phones are working this morning because we were all day yesterday without phones. So if you have a local area you like to hang at, let me know. 312-591-8799. I've got one here that says bootleggers. Uh, that's a text. But uh, I'd like you to call just so we can uh, give the phones a, a test run. Because yeah. I've got a show lined up for you today, and I need people. I need them. To, I need these phones to work. i got Ray Lopez. He's our secret Santa. I guess it's not such a secret anymore, but he's going to have a hard time following up yesterday's "Twas the Night Before Christmas" reading, which was an instant classic. It, uh, I listened to it over and over again. Yeah, it really. It want to make the kids listen. It really it. was something. Yeah, that was that version Joey pulled down. I hope is not the version that uh, Lopez uses. <laughs> I don't want to hear an alderman use the word "sack." Well, that, I'm sure they've used it. Well, yeah, it's not but, on right, City Hall yeah, floor. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, we've got Miranda's mom calling in. We're gonna Miranda's one of the producers here on the show. We're gonna talk to her about some of their family traditions and their gambling addiction. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's back when Christmas used to be classy. Before it was an inflatable in your neighbor's yard, toppled over by the wind. The deer on my neighbor's lawn ended up on the statue of Mary. And it's not a good look. And I, I, I was going to go fix it this morning in my neighborhood, but I figured I'd be on somebody's ring doorbell cam. And the next thing you'd know, I'd be in the Husco. Uh, 312-591-8900. I see on the line, it's Mike in Dundee. Mike, welcome into WLSAM. How are you, sir? Okay, Mike's supposed to be there. I, I don't I don't want to lose Mike. I'm going to put Mike back on hold. Maybe he's uh, okay. Let's try this again. Mike, uh, this is a Joe in Wakanda. Hi, Joe. What's up, Ray? Hey, uh, hey baby, how are you? Uh, pretty good, man. I just had to call in. I I didn't really think this through, but I love you. I kind of stopped listening when they ended you with John. I was super bummed. Um, and yeah, dude, you're the best. This is pretty sick. My brother Jake called last week, so I had to at least say hi. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Did you have a, a a neighborhood bar you wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, Uncle D's in Wakanda. Uh, it's a classic, man. You know what we have to do is uh, you know somewhere down the road when it gets when, when spring arrives and this winter of darkness is over and everybody stops dying, let's get on the bikes and do a charity ride. What do you think? We should do that. I'm all in, bud. All right, brother. Be safe out there today. Okay. All right, All right man. All right, three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred. Is Mike there? Hey, Ray, I'm here, buddy. How are you, brother? I'm well. How are you, Mike? I'm great. I, I love your show. I hope you are you looking for full time, man? Because I could listen to you every damn day of the week. What do you uh, What do you do for work? I'm a trucker. I don't know if you can hear the the big horns. I'm in in the truck on Bluetooth right now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what, are, what are you driving there? What are you, nice. what, what are you driving? Uh, I just got a straight truck. I haul about 16,000 pounds local, you know, drop off, pick up, stuff like that. We can do, we can do one of two things, Mike. Um, yeah. 
You can either hit me up on uh, channel 38 on the CB, or I can sit next to you and just talk to you all morning. You let me know oh, what you, you need. Know, yeah, I, my seat's open, but it's not, it's not going to have the hydraulic shock like I got on the driver's side. That's but, all right. Uh, man, hey, I don't have the Harley, but I, you're an avid cyclist too, aren't you, right? Oh, yeah, I ride I ride bicycles a lot. I did just okay, uh, just over 2,000 miles this year on my bicycle. Oh, my. That away, man. Let's just get on the bikes and hit, you know, go uh, hit part to par. But I got a favorite joint. I got a favorite joint. I hope I can have a beer with you someday. It's called Colendo's Corner, and it's right down the street from the infamous Bandito Parties in East Dundee. Okay. Uh, this Colendo's Corner, it's a shot in a beer joint. Really super clean. Yeah. Dick Colendo owns it. It used to be a, a lady of the night house back in the late 1800s. Believe it or not. Okay, yeah, that that would yeah. pique, that would pique my interest. I'm a shot and a beer guy too. Domestic light and cold, and a, a, a Jack Daniels, and and I don't I like to sip it. You know, I, those people in Lynchburg went through a lot of they went through a lot of trouble to make that stuff taste the way it is, and I like to enjoy it. You got that right. But hey, I hope to run into you someday, my man. All right, and 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 you as well, man. I appreciate you. You be well, okay, bud. Take care, you too. Right. Bye bye. You know what? Let's just Rob. I, I say we take some calls here. Let's Absolutely. Say, it's an open phone Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Phones are working. People are happy. Oh, We're editing yeah. into the holidays. You know what? Yesterday we didn't have yeah. any phones. And, 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 and I, I miss the, uh, the connection because I always said if, if there's somebody said, what's the secret to doing a, a good radio show? And I said, I don't know. I've never done one. Um, but I, I really, if I need one thing, it's yeah. the phone. Uh, I'm told that uh, Jim is on the line in Streeter. Hi, Jim. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing well, bud. Good to talk to you. I'm a grain hauler, too, down here. Uh, Ray, I'm 68. I only put about 500 miles a year on my fat boy. But uh, that's the only time I feel 18 again. There's <laughs> <laughs> just but, something uh, about Ray, it. There's something about it. You know, and you, I, I, I worry about, you know, my fellow bikers out there, whether it's on pedal bikes or motorcycles. Everybody's got their head down into their phone. They're always texting. They're not paying attention um, and, and it, you know, sometimes it's even worse out there in farmland where you are, uh, because of the corn. And when the corn gets high and the intersections get a little blocked, it can get dicey out there. So be safe. All right. Hey, real quick, tell them boys at WLS to get their head out of their butts and get you a show. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to, you know what I'm going to, I'm here. Here's what I, I need. I need you to do that for me. <laughs> well, I'm, you know what? I'll be fine. I'm, I appreciate you, man. Well, I'll be fine if I can listen to you every day like the other guys. All right, man. You have a good one, Ray. You have a Merry Christmas. Take care. Be safe I'm, out I'm there. I'm loving driving. these callers, Yeah, Ray. be careful I'm out there in that, in, in that big truck, man. Those grain haulers. You know what? I, I like a big, clean grain hauler. You know, I, I like a big Peter Bilter, a Kenworth, maybe yeah. a Western Star with the uh, just a clean cab and a lot of chicken lights on it. That's my that's my jam. Um, let's just take calls. I like people. That's why I'm here. Go ahead, uh, caller. Uh, you're on WLS. Go ahead, caller. I don't see a name up here. Hey, it's Ray. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, my neighborhood joint was on the southwest side of Chicago. It used to be called Vaughn's. Now it's called Twisted Shamrock, New Owners. Okay. Great local neighborhood bar. But when it was Vaughn's, I remember back in my earlier youth days, you could show the uh, bouncer a library card at the age of uh, 14 and get into the place. So, but now it's new owners. Well, they redid it, and it's, it's, a, it's a, still a great neighborhood joint. Well, you know what? I, there's nothing better than great neighborhood joints. And, and this is a town of awesome neighborhoods and suburbs. Just remember, not only do you have to bring an ID, but now you have to bring your VAX card.
Don't need a vax card to you don't need an ID to vote, but you need a vax card to get into your local joint. <laughs> Insane. Uh, I like it. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Robert in uh, Oak Park, you're on WLS. Good morning. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for speaking of the sheet metal workers. Uh, I, I'm a friend of Local 73. Okay. Located in Westchester, Illinois. These, these these guys go more than more than they have to. You yeah. know. No. I, what so, what uh, what was your uh, forte? Were you were you hanging ductwork? Were you doing architectural? What was your jam? No, my my father. My father was uh, okay. retired just recently. Local yeah. 73. He passed. Actually, just 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 about right now, you know. Yeah. So, uh, my forte is security and listening what Lightfoot has to say about all all all, all of this and that in, in downtown. Well, if your life is having to listen to Lori Lightfoot, man, I wish you a better I wish you a better uh, a life. But hey, a shout out to the seventy three guys, the two sixty five guys. Uh, Eric is in Lake Village, Indiana. Hey, pal. Hey, what's going on, Ray? Morning. Morning to you. A fellow snowmobiler, fellow oh. biker. Oh, I like it. I like it. What are you riding this year? What's your What's your scoot? Your snowmobile? Oh, I got a fifteen uh, Articat, eight thousand. Okay, fast sled. Love it. Yeah, yeah. What can I do for you? What's your bar? What's your hang? Uh solid tap, solid Illinois. Okay, dig it. Got Got to check it out. Biker owned, biker friendly. Really cool place. I want them to give you a free uh, free beer. Line it up. Say, hey, I was on the fifty thousand watt blowtorch and I gave you a shot. I'm owed a free old style, you know, PBR, Schlitz, whatever your drink is. They owe you one now, okay? Right, right on. Yeah. I mean, you gotta find, you gotta find a, you know, a, a $2 savings where you can or three seventy five if you're around here. Okay. We've got one more call before we have to go to break with Rob, but, uh, Sam is in Hebron. If I'm not mistaken, Sam, help me out here. Was it the 1952 state champion basketball team? Hey, Ray. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Hey, my buddy Joe just called a little bit ago from uh, Wakanda. Okay. I had to call in. He's going to hear this. It's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, drop that out. Drop that out. Yep. We had, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, drop that out. We can't see that. But that, he didn't, that wasn't malicious. That was just a guy excited to be on the radio. So, you know, I'm not going to yell at him for dropping an F-bomb, but we can't do that. I, you I, know? Hey, I feel like dropping an F-bomb every time I do the news. But, you know, we kind of, if, if somebody, let somebody else lose the license I don't want to be the guy to right. do that. No, we're, but hey, we're, we're we're okay here. Thanks for the calls. This is something that that that, that I you know, I, I, I calls. There's nothing better than talking to listeners. Let me know what's going on in your world. That way, we don't have to talk about our world, and that makes me happy. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Feeling that crew. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Although we have no snow and no snow in the uh, forecast, and today is going to be the coldest day of the of the week, and I'm told that by Christmas Eve around these parts, it's going to be 50 degrees. That's Ray Ray running outside weather. Um, I cannot believe that I'm I'm still. Uh, being able to ride my bicycle, although I've switched to the mountain bike, not quite gotten to the fat tire bike yet, but that I'm still running outside this time of year is uh, absolutely uh, amazing uh, to me. Um, there's been some uh, there's been some news here around uh, Chicago. Lori Lightfoot saying if you want to uh, if you want to get in and, and uh, let me find this cut. There's so many cuts here. Um, you're going to need to show vaccination proof if you're going out in this city. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. You gotta show me, show me those papers. 
Where are your papers? I need to see them. We see what other cities have done with acquiring vaccination proof for places of leisure, bars, restaurants, uh, gyms, and other places. And we've got to take this seriously. You, you knew this was coming. It was going on up in New York City. It was going on in New Orleans. You knew it was coming. We talked about it yesterday. We said, get ready. Um, not until the third of the uh, new year. Are you going to have to show the papers? Show me the papers if you want to get in here. However, uh, Lori was out singing some karaoke, didn't have the mask on, was out doing the party party thing. And uh, some of the uh, media wanted to know, uh, you, come on, uh, you, did, you, did you get this? Uh, did you test after your party? We know people at your party have the Rona. I follow what my public health commissioner says. I test regularly. I tested this morning. I'm negative. Chris and I'm, fu- and I'm fully and I'm fully vaccinated plus a booster. <laughs> At one point yesterday, she's doing her her news conference and she just goes, <laughs> "Don't you love all the buck passing that goes on?" Well, well I, I follow what my health person is saying. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all right. That's what I got. It. However, good. this is good news. If you're working in the uh, Lightfoot administration. It's a party for the rest of the year. We thought out of an abundance of caution this week and next, we're telling our staff, if you can work remotely, work remotely. You know, I think, and this is just me, I'm just a goofy guy. But I think if there was just a touch more, just a little bit, I'm not saying a lot. I'm just saying if there was just a little more compassion, maybe it'd be more believable. There's no compassion in her voice. And... It's always like I'm getting yelled at because you're not doing this and you're not doing that. And you people, you've got to step up and get vaccinated. Now, do I think that the new mandates in Chicago are going to be that big of a deal? I really don't, um, because I think most people in this city, you know, have got the jab. So I don't know what to think of it. And I choose not to sit here and just worry about it. I'm not looking forward to this winter as the winter of darkness and death, you know, do something today that moves you into positivity. Move from there or wherever you are over to here. If you think that today is going to be bad, guess what, man? It's going to be bad. But uh, the sun's going to come up here in a little bit. It's going to be a beautiful morning. And, uh, and, and then when the sun sets this time of year, it's fantastic. I do this every day. And you may think I'm some lunatic, crazy, zen kind of guy. But, man, I tell you, when I'm moving around and when I'm outside, I just feel better. Don't let these people control you. And do what you want, man. It's free will. I just find it odd and interesting that everybody in the media seems to think they have the answer to what you're supposed to do with your body. You know, I, I, I tell people I, I run a, I run on a high level, and I don't want to be a preacher. I don't want to do that. I don't want to preach to you. You folks are smart. Nobody gives you credit. Nobody gives you credit for the things you know and the things you do. When I wake up in the morning, I drink a big old bottle of water. I take my uh, I take my uh, vitamin C. I take a little vitamin D. I take my zinc. Use a little something for the digestive system, and 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 I work out, and I I get working, and I get and and it man, I help you. Motion will get emotion. Want to uh, offer up condolences to the uh, to the Chicago Fire Department, man? I tell you, you see these men and women driving around in these ambulances and these fire trucks and this apparatus that Chicago gives them. And then you go out to the suburbs and you see what they're driving out there. And, and I, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, guys out in the suburbs, they got the headphones on and the microphones. I wish that the Chicago Fire Department was awarded the equipment 
that you see on the NBC show Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago Streets and Sanitation, Chicago Water Service, Chicago Sewer, because I think we have a TV station about every damn public works thing in Chicago now. But uh, when you hear news like this, it hits home, it's real. Big procession yesterday escorted uh, firefighter Marshawn Plummer from where he was at the Loyola University Medical Center in Maywood. Uh, unfortunately, to the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office, this was yesterday, five days after fire broke out in an apartment building on North Memora, uh, I believe in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood. He uh, has succumbed to his injuries. 30 years old. He just celebrated a year with the Chicago Fire Department. You know, so I imagine he, uh, well, maybe he started a little bit late. Maybe he worked at another department, and then maybe uh, he made his way to Chicago. But either way, when this happens... I just uh, I think that they need to be recognized. They need to be recognized more than when something like this happens. And here on WLS, we try to do that. We always uh, salute our service members. We uh, thank you, first responders, for what you do. And again, just a a uh, moment of uh, of sympathy for uh, the Chicago Fire Department. I know how close that uh, that brotherhood could be. It's Ray Stevens. It's WLS AM eight ninety. Uh, earlier this morning, we uh, we just said. On the, on the heels of the Penny Road Pub closing out in the Western Burbs. And it's kind of personal to me because it's one of the places we ride the bikes to. Um, I asked where your local neighborhood haunts were, and Anton in Indiana decided to uh, dial up 312-591-8900. Anton, good morning. Well, I was just listening to your uh, lead-in there, and it was like, wow, Bummer. I mean, damn, man. But at least you put a little bit of cushion in between there. Well, you know what? You got to... You know, you can't you you can't just you know relegate yourself to stinking thinking. You know, make your life what it's supposed to be. Don't let these people tell you how to live. Don't let them bum you out. You were talking about a bar called Murphy's. Is that what you wanted to mention? Yeah, that and among other things, I was going to call you yesterday, but your uh, your phones. I guess you weren't paying a bill. We didn't pay the bill. We uh, we we sent a check over. Uh, we 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 you know Western Union it. Got, yeah, it got lost in the mail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, Murphy's, it's closed now, the neighborhood changed, but it, my my buddy's dad was a co-owner, and man, I used to go in there at 16, you know, and, and get carryouts, and then when he, when, when the old man met me, I'd go in there at 17 and drink, and it was like, wow, but it, it was construction workers and steel workers. Yeah. You and know? you know what, those are, those are the men and women, there used to be a bar called Old Timers, me and John Howell used to go to it all the time, and it was the same crowd, man, noon would come in there basically to see Nancy the bartender, and, uh, um, you know, and we would hang there, and it was Chicago construction workers and steel workers, and, uh, and we would go there almost every day at noon just to see Nance, but, uh, yeah, you know what, that's part of the flavor of, uh, of Chicago, and you're talking about me bumming you out. I, first of all, I, I, nothing we talked about was that heavy. And two, you're calling me to tell me that your favorite place closed. That's killing me. Sonny, good morning. Ah, uh, good morning. How you doing today? I'm doing well, pal. What's uh, what's your haunt in Chicagoland? Hey, uh, Thirsty Beaver out there. Yeah, they got that open mic on Thursdays. I believe it's from seven to ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's some great people up there. Uh, bikers friendly up there also. You, and, you uh, tell uh, you when you go there. You tell my buddy, my buddy, Big Daddy Woo Woo, um, that uh, he owes you a free beer for the advertising. That's what they call him down there, Big Daddy Woo Woo. He's got a tattoo on his bicep that says "Does not play well with others." <laughs> Those are the kind of guys I hang out with. <laughs> 
All right, I promise you we will get to the uh, Christmas lights story. And Christmas lights and how and why they make you feel good. And if it makes you feel good, I say do it. Uh, don't get caught if you're going to lie. Let me walk back that statement. It's good not to lie. I'm trying to be a better man every day. I just tell my son, buddy, I know you're young and, and you're, a, you're a stud. You're a big boy. You're out there like a, like a buck in rut. <laughs> Don't get caught whatever you're doing. He's not, he's not causing any trouble, you know, on, on any level that's going to get him in trouble. I just don't want him to upset his mother. So it's always good not to lie. And that seems to be a problem for one gentleman that's on trial in Boston. You know, it seems right now that, and this is odd how this happens. Stay with me here. Is, is, you know, Mayor Lori Lightfoot has a crime problem in Chicago. We know that. Thousand people in Cook County and Chicago have been murdered and shot this year. I believe carjackings are up somewhere in the neighborhood of 446%. If I'm off on that, it might be by 3%. But at that point, does it really matter? So what do you do? Now you, now you know that you have to start talking about bringing feds in here to help with crime because it's the right thing to do and we can't go down this path anymore. However, a little more than a year ago, uh, probably a year and a half ago, uh, there was a guy uh, that was saying, we'll send feds to Chicago, but Lori Lightfoot said, you know what? I'm troubled by that. That was when Donald Trump offered it. But now, now it's changed and it's okay. And let's be honest, there's already federal agents here. So it's much ado about nothing. But what it does is it changes the narrative. Get you people off your, your, uh, um, the, 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 the narrative of, of crime in Chicago and smash and grabs and murders and carjackings. Cause now all we're going to focus on is this Rona that's, that's so bad. You got to get a test to know you have it. Same thing with Biden. Now, you know, we're going to, we're going to have low ratings, uh, approval ratings and they're low. Um, both for him and, and Kamala Camellia. And, what do you do? You, you, you get out here and you beat the drum for what we have to do to keep America safe. So you, you lose things and you lose sight of things. You lose sight of things like the, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial that's going on, which is absolutely amazing. And if you don't think that human trafficking is going on in your neighborhood, you may want to look into that. Be careful with your kids. Be careful. Be careful, young ladies, when you're out there. I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but we're all walking around with some sort of target on our back. That's a fact. There's a big human trafficking problem here in Chicago. It's been going on for years. But here's one you may not have heard of. The guy's name is Charles Lieber, and he lied. Charles is a, uh, he's a professor at Harvard, and he lied to federal investigators about his connection to the Thousand Talents Program, a Chinese government recruitment initiative charged with uh, tax offenses. See, that's how they're going to get, and that's how they're going to find you. They're going to they're gonna pick a part at you, and it's, you know, it's death by a thousand wounds. It's kind of what they tried to do to to Trump. You know, just keep going after you. Keep going after you. Well, they found this guy had all sorts of income from China and foreign bank accounts for, from the, uh, he held all of that from the IRS. They became concerned about his possible China affiliations after receiving open source information that can t- uh, can connected him to TPP. The uh, TPP is the Thousand Talents Program, but here's where it gets interesting. And and this is, this is how, how you don't hear about this stuff, and you really should. You know, does it does it affect you? You know, it, that all depends. But it may affect you when I read this to you. 
the attorney then uh, brought the account the, the accountant in for Mr. Lieber, who uh, filed uh, his taxes. They testified uh, Monday that this chemist, this guy that's a big shot at Harvard, did not inform him of income from a university in China in 2013 or 2014. And here's why it may affect you, and here's where it may get interesting, and here's why you got to keep an eye on what's going on in some of these things you never, ever hear about. The uh, university that he did not mention was a university in China called the Wuhan University of Technology. Not hearing much about that one, are you? Because everything seems to be a smokescreen. And I don't want to be the guy in the grassy knoll, but that's stuff that, uh, that you got to keep your eye on. Do you believe that holiday lights make you feel better? When you see the Christmas lights. I mean, when I see a, a semi-truck rolling down the road at night and it's, it's just decked out from, from tip to tail in, in lights, it just, I just dig it. Makes me feel good. And there's a reason for that. They say there's something magical about the alluring lights that come with this time of year, the Christmas time of year, the holiday season. As the decorations go up, there is a twinkling of a light that triggers dopamine in your system. So you're telling me that I'm spending all this money on Tito's and I could have bought a string of lights and been just as happy? <laughs> Leave them up all year long. <laughs> you know what? And a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah. and, and I'm not opposed, yeah. you know, to having the, the lights, you know, hanging over the patio or whatever so I can find my way back into the house after a night around the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they uh, they say that, uh, yeah, the, the physical response from the uh, nervous system helps make people more alert, more happy, and they can bring feelings of joy and happiness all because of a string of lights. So maybe maybe that's why in, in neighborhoods, I've just noticed, and I've said this before, it seems like in, in neighborhoods all over Chicago, and I mentioned that I was in Hinsdale the other night, and they're just on a, that's next level stuff. That's next level over there. I think they've got the pros out there. That's hiring somebody. Yeah, yeah. when I, for you. you know, when I see in my neighborhood, there's usually a dad, you know, showing his teenage son how to do it while he's drinking a PBR and yelling at the kid. That's not how you do it. Put them lights up. They're going to make us feel better. It's not symmetrical. <laughs> Do it again. Or you're not coming in. But uh, there, you, there you go. There's warm and fuzzy. There's science behind that feeling that you get at Christmas. String up the lights. Enjoy them. And you know what? Don't care about what your covenants say in the neighborhood or what the bylaws are. Leave them up till June. If it makes you feel happy, just do it. Don't move into a neighborhood with a homeowner's association, okay? Don't do it. Alex, I will take obvious statements for a thousand brilliantly said that is a that is so true if i can't park my pickup truck in my driveway without some lady yelling at me although i got to tell you that the taco truck in my neighborhood is a little off-putting if, if i could get tacos there would be a different story open the damn thing up let me buy a taco don't just park it there maybe you do need zoning in small increments i don't know no all right i, I have a question about masks and and not necessarily pertaining to COVID, but if masks work so well, I have a question about something that happened to me yesterday where not only did this mask dry out my supple lips, but it also didn't seem to work. So many presents. <laughs> so little time. Said I won't be coming by my house this year. Cause I tried to drown my sister 
And I pierced my ear. Oh, that guy's such an idiot. I love oh, him, man. Mama made it I will watch anything he does. I don't care if it's on any channel where there's commercial after commercial after commercial. I am an Adam Sandler fan, and it's the same way when it comes to uh, Vince Vaughn. It's the same way when it comes to Will Ferrell. It's the same way when it comes to The Godfather. Any one of those, Casino or Goodfellas. Good job and swaddle this baby. <laughs> Telling you, if you haven't seen Four Christmases... You've got to see it. And D. White Yoakum is absolutely fantastic in there as well. Fallout from that Bears game on uh, Monday night. Um, I was surprised to see this yesterday, but this was all over your sports shows, all over the sports channels, the ESPNs, even on the Ocho, saying that the third down call of uh, Tease Tabor when he was uh, trying to uh, tackle uh, Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook could have been the worst call all year long by an NFL ref anywhere, even worse than the one um, where the uh, the guy for the Bears was uh, given a taunting penalty for looking at the, I believe it was New Orleans bench. What was that guy's name? Sheamus? Plays for the Bears. He just came off the practice. Any guy named Sheamus is a guy I don't want. Cass, that's it, Cassius. Yeah, Cassius. Yeah, anybody named Sheamus or Cassius, don't get in a fight with him. Just put your head down and walk away. Yeah, you're going to have a little shame, but you'll be better off for it in the long run. Unless you have a good dentist on call like I do. But uh, he was penalized for a low block on a blocker that was leading the way for Dalvin Cook. And all he was trying to do was tackle a, ta- tackle Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. It was the most ridiculous call ever. Won't make that much of a difference in uh, in the scope of things when it comes to uh, to the bear season. But it just goes to show you that, that refs can change the outcome of a game. There was a high school football game. There was actually a televised game where they gave a certain school in Chicago three extra plays as the clock ran out. And I wonder, how does that happen? How does that happen? And it shouldn't come down, when there's that much work that goes down to it, it shouldn't come down to a ref's call. But, you know, we'll uh, we'll have time for sports later on tonight at uh, 7 o'clock with uh, Rob Martyr. Maybe we won't. Yesterday, I'm out shopping, and maybe maybe you guys can help me find something, because I know we have a lot of men and women that, that work in the trades. And my son is looking for a heated Milwaukee vest. We don't want the jacket. I don't want the craftsman. I want the Milwaukee brand heated vest. Is there a supply house? Is there a controlled engineering? Is there a Steiner Electric? Is there somebody out there that has one of these babies in stock? Because... Amazon wants 300 bucks for them. You can't find them at the Home Depot or Menards where you... I think they've got that deal going on at Menards where you get uh, money back to come spend more money in their in their store. Biggest scam of all time. So I'd like to buy this thing at a local supply house if you would let me. Now, I know a lot of these supply houses, you know, you have to be a contractor. You have to have an account. But uh, So I'm looking for a Milwaukee electric heated vest. Because the kid's freezing as he's still hunting up in Woodstock. And uh, and I thought that'd be a nice Christmas gift for the kid. But I was also out doing a little uh, picking up for my uh, for my daughter, uh, Cassie, who is home with the Rona. Um, but she lives with her mom, so I'm I'm not I'm not part of that that deal being uh, uh, you know around and you know. But she does live two miles from me, so it could have floated over. She feels fine. She basically has a uh, she basically has a headache. Um, but if you can, if you can, let me know where I can get this uh, Milwaukee heated vest. 
What are you telling me, Joey? I can't understand you. You can talk. All right, buddy. You 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 guys can always jump in if you got something you want to add. I, I'm, I you're here, and I, I I love you, and I want to use you, kids. Um. All right, Milwaukee heated vest. Yesterday, I'm at the Abercrombie and Fitch, and that's what I call it. Not Abercrombie and Fitch, the Abercrombie and Fitch. And it was much like my visit to Sephora the day before, but I got my mask on. Because I, I, you know what? I don't want people yelling at me. I want to get in. I want to get on. I want to get on. Do I think they work? No. I don't think any of this works. If I did, I think we'd have been out of this by now. Get a booster for your booster for your booster. You're going to be fine. I'm telling you, just do this. It's the unvaccinated people that are getting these vaccinated people sick. Although you're vaccinated. I don't understand it. I'm Dr. Fauci. Got my mask on. And what is it they... Is there a special perfume or a cologne that they wear in the Abercrombie and Fitch? Because not even a mask could keep that stink from coming in. And I'm thinking, if I could smell these kids at Abercrombie and Fitch, I know that if there's Rona here, it's going to permeate me. I think they're piping in the smell. Is that what it is? I think it's, you know, you go down to Main Street uh-huh. at Walt Disney World, and yeah. you've got the cookie smell floating around. So it gets you into the store to buy stuff? I, you know, maybe. You know, I wonder if just by being in that store, I smell better. But it was a little strong for me. But I got to do some great shopping. And uh, and I'm almost done. Oh, but and I and and so and somebody just texted. They said Fleet Farm for the uh, for the local uh, for the best. I was in Fleet Farm on Saturday at a rather big Fleet Farm. They didn't have it. They had the Craftsman full jacket. Don't want that. Um, so you know if you can help me three one two five nine one eighty nine a hundred. Check out Amazon. You know what Amazon has them, Rob, but they're they're like one hundred and fifty eight dollars more. And oh, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm not. Uh, I'm underemployed right now. No, you're frugal, Ray. Yeah, I, and I frugal. hate being that way. I hate being that way. You know, there once was a time I could walk over to my local Ski-Doo dealership and plop down fifteen grand for a brand new sled. Not anymore. <laughs> but we're coming back. We're coming back. There will be life and hope and and brightness at eight thirty this morning when we talk to uh, Miranda's mom. Miranda's the producer here on the morning show. One of them. And, uh, and 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 there's a lesson in there for you too, Miranda. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you some some thought, and I'm gonna give you some hope, and I'm gonna give you a little little direction at 8:30. If you have a young lady listening or a young lady in your life, you're gonna want to hear this at 8:30. On the way next, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about this uh, this Kim Potter case. It's absolutely heart wrenching, and I know it is from both sides. You know, no matter what you believe, and no matter what, and if you tell me, oh, the kid should have complied, I, I agree, but that's not necessarily an excuse. So cut that crap out. Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, all you have Mr. to do is ask. Sun, all you have to do is ask, and somebody will tell you where to go. In most oh, places, Sun, I know where to go. But Mr. Tom is in Cole Golden City. Sun. Tom, good morning. Welcome to uh, WLSAM eight ninety, bud. Good morning, there. You know where I can get one of these Milwaukee vests for my kid? Uh, there's a full Milwaukee store, tools, clothes, and everything up in Lyle. Not yeah. far from the YMCA Tower. Buddy, I appreciate you, man. I'll look into that. Somebody else said Berlin's House of Tools. Yeah, I, I should I should have, uh, I believe, I wonder if that store is still owned by the Shermans. They went to school with my father. Berlin's House of Tools. Boy, you've heard this all over this week, and this is, uh, no matter how many times I hear it, it just kills me. <laughs> I remember yelling, taser, 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 and nothing happened. And uh, so it goes. And then it was uh, given over to the jury. They asked yesterday what to do if they can't reach a verdict. 
But this is uh, the judge telling the jury to do their job in a very zen tone. It's time for you to do your job. And uh, away they go. With that in mind, I want to bring in a, uh, I like to consider him a personal friend. We met doing uh, charity work for the Special Olympics and a cop on a rooftop through Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, This is a former police department chief in uh, Des Plaines. He worked in Lakemort as a chief. He was a former chief in Berwyn. He retired from Chicago as a lieutenant. He knows what he's talking about. He's trained many officers. His training is impeccable on his own. Bill Kushner, good morning, Chief. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Chief, I, I, I just want to know, and this is something that, that bothers me, and I know that, that there's many people that will call or text me and they'll say all the kid had to do was comply. That's not a good enough answer for me. And I know it's not a good enough answer for men and women who wear the badge because you guys train and you train and you train, and I know, I, I don't believe there's an ounce of maliciousness in what happened here. It's unfortunate. How in the world are you trained when it comes to a taser? And what is it? Is it on the dominant or non-dominant side of your body? You know, I looked at the uh, the body camera footage in the interview with Chief Gannon from uh, from Brookwood Center, uh, Minnesota, where the incident occurred, and he stated in his initial press conference right after the shooting that they train with the taser and their non-dominant side and their recant side, so it would be in a cross-drop position. And, of course, their firearms on their dominant side. So that means if you're right-handed, your firearms on your right side and your taser would be on your left side. Um, and there's a significant difference in weight between the Glock handgun that shows up in the video, in the body camera video, and the taser itself. That taser is about seven and a half ounces, okay. and the Glock, the Glock handgun is 32 ounces fully loaded. My question is this. How many hours of training do you go through with this? And, and is excite, is, I believe it's called excitable delirium, um, if I'm not mistaken, when things are happening so quick and so fierce that, that you, know, you, you, just for, you forget for a moment what's going on and where you are. I don't know. Is there a... How do you train yourself to stay calm in a situation like this? It almost seems impossible to a guy like me who's never, ever been through the training that you men and women have to go through. Does that enter your mind? Well, excited delirium is a condition that, that they associate with death from tasers. In other words, so in other words, if someone's on crack cocaine or there's some other type of opioid uh, or some other type okay. of hallucinogenic, if they're tased, they, they get into a excited delirium and it causes uh, uh, respiratory issues and possible heart attack. What's happening, what happens with the officer, first off, I don't know what the, the, the police officer standards and training is, the post in Minnesota, but the Illinois Law Enforcement Training and Standards Board, uh, there's about 50 hours of firearms training. So that includes just basic safety and marksmanship and drawing from the holster, tactical scenarios and whatnot. And taser training is about 24 hours to start. And the annual refresher training might be an hour or two. And I don't believe it entails drawing from the holster. So if you know from from high school athletics or from anything that you do on a regular basis, if it's carpentry or whatever, you build up, you develop a muscle memory. You grab a saw the same way all the time. You grab a hammer the same way all the time. You grab a handgun the same way all the time and draw it. So if you're practicing, you develop, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 draws of a firearm. So you've got that innate muscle memory where your hand always goes to where your firearm is. 
And with the taser, you may not be practicing the draw that much. You may just be having in a static situation where you shoot at a target and you watch the the darts hit the target and see the sparks dance across the metallic target, and that's Mm -hmm. it. So it may be a failure of training. The other thing that, and I know there are people out there that that graduated from the police academy, if I know everything, um, that that will be happy to tell every police officer what they've done wrong. Um, The other thing is, if you watch the entire body cam footage, the first officer gets Mr. Wright out of the car, and he's fumbling trying to get the handcuffs on him, and Wright appears to be compliant at that point. And then Officer Potter comes up, and she goes to grab his wrist, to help cuff this gentleman who's not resisting the handcuffing at this point. And that's when everything falls apart. That's when Wright bolts through the car and she draws the firearm and you hear a taser, taser, taser. Um, so maybe there wasn't any handcuffing, you know, uh, tra- additional handcuffing training on the part of the department for, for any of the officers. And she just grabbed a tool and thought that she grabbed the taser. The adrenaline function, uh, the adrenaline issue is something that you have to look at because the officer's adrenaline kicks in and, you know, it's fight or flight. And police officers really don't don't have the opportunity to, 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 to you know, to flee. They have to engage in the fight. Um, were there other ways to handle this? Yeah, there probably were. Unfortunately, at this point, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Buddy, I know that uh, you retired earlier this year, and I bet you there's not a day you wake up that you're not... I mean, I know you probably missed the camaraderie, but you gotta, you gotta be thankful that you're not out there given this current situation that, that policemen and women seem to find themselves in. Well, uh, you know, I, I came out in 1977 and, uh, and police were not exactly loved in 1977. And then we, you know, the, the pendulum swung and, um, the, the attitudes changed. I think you're going to see the attitudes changed now. And, and, uh, you know, uh, a couple of things. I, I do. I miss. I don't miss the circus, but I do miss the clowns. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you look at the whole thing, and we alluded earlier that uh, that people say if, if Mr. Wright had complied, this wouldn't have happened. Well, you know, we're looking at this, and we like to apply common sense. And you've heard me say this before, Ray. Common sense is not a flower that grows in everyone's garden. I understand, Chief. Uh, buddy, we got to leave it there for today. I, I thank you for your expertise and all your years of service. And we'll watch how this one plays out. Chief Bill Kushner, you have yourself a merry little Christmas, okay? You too, my friend. Take care. All right, buddy. Be well. That is a good man right there. There's a lot of good in the neighborhood as well. Guys, I know we're about a minute late getting into the news center, and you're going to notice that nobody's going to die from this. So, you know, we can run a little bit long. I mean, really. Let's just look out the window here. Can we do this together like we did yesterday? Oh, look at that sun. See, I, I, you know what? They can tell you that it's going to be dark and it's going to be a winter of death, but it's going to be what you're going to be. Rob, you see that sunset? As I look south over Columbus uh-huh. and then look, of course, to the left, as that's, the sun is rising over Lake Michigan. That's sunrise. There's a beautiful color. Uh, it's nice. Glad that we were able to share that, not only here in the WLS AM 890 studio, but for those of you heading east, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you heading west... You can see it in your mirror. And for those of you going north and south, well, you're just screwed. 701, <laughs> let's get into the WLSAM Update Center, AM 890. We appreciate you being here. Good morning. Man, I can feel the holiday spirit. And I can feel the oompa spirit of Greektown. I love Greektown, not only for the uh, restaurants, but for the fun things they they do in Greektown. I, uh, it's the holiday. Oh, you know what? I, why, why, why should I... Why should I try to pronounce this the way Eve 
Moran can do it. I'm going to let her do it in a second, but first let me introduce her properly. She is the Greektown Arch Chair. Eve, welcome to WLS. Thank you. Good morning. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Oopa. What is the reason I want to grab the fam, come on down and take in a little art, get a little culture? We can all use a little bit more of that, especially in this time. And I always find that getting out and getting a little motion in there and seeing some works of uh, pieces will, will, will inspire. So tell me what this is called. I was going to try to do it myself, but you say it's so much nicer. Okay. We have a holiday Caravaccia display. And this is a public art project that celebrates the season in a truly unique way. We've got 34 vibrant, small, artist-painted boat sculptures that are in position across Greektown. This exhibit started December 1st, and it's going to run through January 15th. Uh, the boats were painted by local established and emerging artists in their homes or studios. And now the Greektown restaurants, the businesses, the residential uh, buildings, all seem to display a boat either in their windows or in other prominent places for public viewing. So we can come down, we can walk through the entire Greek town, we can, uh, maybe, mm -hmm. we can maybe partake in some of those restaurants, maybe have a little... Uh, little cheer, and then uh, check out all the uh, the artisans and what they've done. Right. And, and, and I will tell you why this is unique. Okay. In, in, in Greece, there's an old Christmas tradition of decorating little boats with paint, lights, and other materials. Mm -hmm. The Caravakia, and that's the name for the little boat, originates from the Greek people's intimate connection with the sea. Back in the old days, Greek families would craft little boats in periods of a sailor's absence and display this decorated art when they were celebrating the sailor's return. Now, during the Christmas season, children would carry these decorated little boats while caroling door-to-door -door and often receive sweets for their efforts. So so what you're telling me is this is how, in, down here in these marinas and harbors and all over the United States, when we see Venetian night, this is where it comes from. In in, in a way, yes, yes. But in, in there's also uh, an, another connection. The, the Greek uh, decorating of these boats was to honor St. Nicholas. Now, St. Nicholas is the patron saint of sailors. His feast day is December 6th. Okay. And it just happens to start the, to signal the start of the Christmas season. Okay, so now it's going on right now, and when does it run through? Uh, January 15th. January 15th. Come on down to Greektown. Uh, it's ready for you. I, I, I love it. Uh, you know, go there. You know, see what's going on by some of our local artisans, if you will. You'll get the education. We all just did. We'll have a little fun. Eve, always nice to visit with you. We appreciate you stopping by. Beautiful. Thank you. Take care. And always be joyful. Oh, be joyful and Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. From uh, the Big 89 WLS, that's uh, Eve uh, Moran. She's the Greektown Arch Chair. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to paint a picture. Not a picture. I'm going to paint a painting next year of my 14-foot Lund aluminum rowboat with a 15-horse Merc on the back. I'm going to set it up in Greektown. And I, I was going to ask this, but I didn't want to be disrespectful because that's not how I roll. But I, I often, you know, she talked about the boat that you light up to celebrate the sailors returning from sea.
I wonder if that was also put in the window. So when the when the sailor comes back, the dude that's been hanging out there knows to vomitose the house. <laughs> why, Ray? See, this is why. This is why I'm a rental Ray and not a full time guy. Right here, right here. Actually, I didn't write that. Joey's the writer this morning. Just like yesterday with the reading of the night before Christmas, Joey made me do it. <laughs> Yesterday was an instant classic when we read oh, "Twas the Night was. Before Christmas." By the way, if you want, it's up at uh, WLSAM890.com. You can find it there. You can find it on our social medias. I actually listened to it yesterday. I stumbled on a couple parts, but as a cold read, it wasn't bad. It was, it was ridiculous. And I'm, I'm hoping that when we have our Secret Santa on this morning at eight oh five to read "Twas the Night Before Christmas" for you, and then we'll tell you who it is afterwards. If you follow me on social media, Instagram at Ramblin' Ray, um, you already know who it is. You'll probably be able to tell it right away anyway. I just wanted to call it Secret Santa because it makes it sound more festive. So Secret Santa at 8.05 reading. It was the, uh, the night before Christmas. All right, coming up next, I, I got a question for you people. For you people. And it doesn't have to do with wearing masks at Abercrombie & Fitch or whatever the perfume is that they... Because I still... I mean, I have Klotz motor oils on the jacket that I'm wearing. And the perfume that that's on that I got from Abercrombie & Fitch is overpowering that stink. I'm going to give that fragrance inside the store a name. Now, I don't know if this is what it's called, but I'm going to call it Harbor Mist. That just seems like it would fit. Harbor Mist. I like to call it Lady Musk. I got us a little something, too. Yeah? Yep. One for you and one for me. I love it. Oh, actually, that was supposed to be for me. I love it. <laughs> I like red. I, I find that, that woman to be so attractive in that commercial. I, I don't know what it is about her. It's, it's Maybe it's just my affection for brunettes, but she is gorgeous. That's the one where... The, the husband and wife, are, are they look like a million bucks. They look like they're up in Lake Bluff. Uh, they've got this beautiful house. They've got these two candy apple red cars or maroon cars. One's a uh, beautiful pickup truck. The other is a beautiful blazer, both Chevy products. I'm a, I'm a SUV and truck kind of guy. And, uh, you know, he comes out and he's like, look, baby, I got you something. And, uh, he, you know, he's kind of signaling over to her that she's going to get the, uh, the, the, the trailblazer, the SUV, what they, whatever they call it these days. I know it's not the old K5 blazer from back in the day, which is what a real blazer is, but she goes to the truck and he goes, no, that one's for, and she goes, I love it. It doesn't matter. It, it, what she said there in that moment was, get away from my truck, even though this is all make-believe, because that's mine. Because the thought there is that the lady gets the more feminine vehicle, but she went after the masculine man oh, ride. Yeah. See, we're woke, man. Yeah. Get in that That's truck. right. So that's the subliminal... That's the, the only thing missing there is that it should have been a mixed family because that's that's what every commercial is nowadays. Everything's got to be so politically correct and woke. It's a woke joke. But is there anybody that's ever got a a car for Christmas? Now, if you are living in a a, a family in a household where a man works and a woman works and you're both making the house payments, is it in fact a gift if you're both paying even Stephen on everything? Is that really a gift? I'm talking about full blown gift. Somebody took their money and paid for a car for you. I did when my when my youngest daughter turned sixteen. I was uh, I was you know I was working I was rolling I was I was uh, yeah I was printing it, 
And uh, I, I didn't want to be that dad, but I did. I went and I bought my daughter a brand new Scion TC out at uh, Elmhurst uh, Toyota Scion because the, uh, the owner of the place had just got done giving me a great deal. I, I drove a Toyota pickup truck for years at no cost. It was one of the best advertising deals I ever did. You know, do the endorsements. We're going to give you the truck to drive. They actually told me when they gave me this truck, Rob, and I know you do the uh, the auto show here. Yep. They gave me this truck, and they told me to wreck it. <laughs> what would they give you, a Tundra or a Tacoma? They gave me the Tundra. The first yeah, year it came the big out, one. they gave me the big Tundra. And, and here's why. And, and, and I'm, a, I'm a Ford guy. That's my, that's my truck of preference. I don't care what you drive. They're all good. They're all going to break sooner or later, but they're all, they're all good vehicles. But I've always been a Ford pickup guy. And uh, I said, no, I cannot drive a foreign car. And work at, at a country radio station, I just can't do it. So they, they talked to me. They talked to me. It was a big buy for the station. You want to help the station make revenue. That's part of your deal. And uh, and, and they, they were so nice to me that they uh, they gave me this truck to drive. And they gave Max Armstrong a truck to drive from down the dial. Max had his truck for eight weeks. I had my truck for eight years. Nice. They would give me a new truck every 25,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> and I drove this thing, and I did. You can Google Race Tundra, and you can find me out on a, a farm in Maple Park pulling a, a grain wagon, um, doing just things that you shouldn't do with a pickup truck. I tried to destroy it, and I couldn't. Made in Texas, the steel came out of Ohio. I mean, but it was still, you know, it's, I'm, I'm still a, a domestic guy. No offense to anybody that drives them. They make a great vehicle. They really do. And if you say they don't, you're just lying to yourself. But I did buy my daughter. A, a, a brand new car for her birthday. But I just don't think that's one. You know, looking back at it, she still has the car. I bought that car in 2016. She's still driving it. So if you look at it that way, you know, money versus the amount of miles she's put on it, trouble-free miles, it, it was a good deal because it's lasted her. But the commercials are so hokey. They are. You, but you've, got, you, you've got the, the family... It's Christmas Eve, little girl standing in the window. She goes outside, sets up all these lights, directing Santa Claus into the driveway. She wakes up the next morning and, oh, poof, yeah. there is a Lexus with a big bow on top of it in the driveway. And she seems, the little girl, more excited than the parents. And what is that called? It's called, it's the Lexus Christmas event. This will be a December to remember event. Yes. Come to your Lexus store now. I love it. I love it. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I just wonder, you know, I would like to see some reality. <laughs> Maybe somebody could do a bit on this. Maybe we should do it, Rob, where we, we reenact the car getting repossessed in a couple years when daddy <laughs> loses his gig because of the, because of the economy. Right. Hey, Merry Christmas from Ray Ray. He's a bastion of happiness this morning. He's <laughs> loading his car back up on the, the flatbed of the tow truck here. <laughs> oh, this will be a December to remember. It certainly is in St. Clair County, Illinois. This isn't the sonic boom that happened downstate that we're talking about. Nope. High emotions and high drama last night as they announced a new fire chief. And, you know, change can sometimes be good. Sometimes it's hard to take. Earlier today, we talked with former chief Bill Kushner, who was in displays for many years. They brought in a new chief. It was a seamless deal. People seem to like him and love him, and on and on and on they go. But here in St. Clair County, for the fire chief, something just didn't add up, and it wasn't making sense. This happened in the Metro East area. I believe that to be kind of the suburbs of, you will, of St. Louis. Metro East is what they call it, St. Clair County. 
Well, they they announced the, uh, the the chief in his hiring, and and people are so distraught by this that they're like, I don't I don't think so. And they had to actually say at one point of the fire safety meeting that they weren't taking resignations at this time. There is no confidence in your leadership or his. We are accepting resignations tonight. You I have will a letter. It's already turned in. Yeah, we aren't accepting resignations. <laughs> and the firefighter woman there said, you got the letter. It's already turned in. Um, so the, the thing is here is why no, why the no confidence? Why people, why people are, why don't you want this, this new guy? And they say because the town, the town in St. Clair County, the town in Metro East, they, they, they don't want the acting fire chief of the Prairie Du Point Volunteer Fire Department to be the chief because they were they remember. Even though that's a pardon, you know, still the the town remembers. The town remembers the school being set on fire. The town remembers the house set on fire. That we had firefighters fall and be injured. Okay, maybe maybe that little sound clip gave way to what I'm about to tell you right now. The new fire chief, Jermaine, was that one of the Jacksons' name? Jermaine. Jermaine Simmons pleaded guilty to arson more than 20 years ago in the same very town when he was just 18, accused and arrested for setting fire to a vacant home, setting another smaller fire at Dupo High School where he served probation. Now you're fire chief. So your fire chief is an arsonist. Your fire chief in your town started your high school on fire, started a house on fire. At that house fire, there were two firefighters injured. And that's what prompted this. There is no confidence in your leadership or his. We are accepting resignations tonight. You I have a letter. Testate. It's already turned in. Uh, and, and the reason he got pro- probation is because he was giving that to a guy named, uh, who gave him that probation, saying, you know what, we're going to expunge this off the record. He can be, this is literally, this is literally the inmates running the asylum. J.B. Pritzker pardoned him. There's your new fire chief. Kids. You can grow up to be whatever you want. 746, let's get you details on the drive. It's, it's a crazy world we live in. I, that is, <laughs> once again, crazy. We, if you knew this going into him putting in his application or nominating him to be the fire chief, wh- where was the adult in the room going, this is not a good idea? Optics. Everything's about this optics. This is not isn't a it? good idea. You can't make this stuff up. This is the world we live in. Let's, uh, my mic just go out. Let's, uh, let's jump into, if you guys are talking to me, I can't hear you. Let's, uh, jump over to the, uh, traffic department right now as he puts on his, uh, his, uh, traffic hat. I didn't notice any, uh, any burnouts, any donuts, any, uh, fast and furious. No, not any, this morning. Not this morning, no. but you know what? There still is a chance, uh, by, by midday that midday we can have, young, yeah. Yes. You know, this is Chicago. <laughs> Rob Martier is in the update center. Everyone wishes. <laughs> For silver and gold. You know, I, I listen to that travel show from time to time just to, to make to, to make it feel like I'm in Francois. My uh, my best girl Gina was in Italy and France. Um, gosh, I guess she went about three years ago now. And when she came back, she's Italian anyway. But everything was for, I think, two years. Everything was French and Italian. I I, I was like, oh my god, you got to stop. We are not in Italy. But that's how she rolls. And by the way, um, 8.30 this morning, we're talking to Amanda. That's Miranda's mom. Miranda's uh, mom is going to visit us here. Miranda's one of the hardworking uh, producers here on the show throughout the year. And I thought, let's have mom on, talk about some of their family traditions. Uh, Speaking of my best girl, I uh, shopped at her store and I got you something, Miranda. I think you're going to love it.
I think you're going to love it. It's not a new Lexus. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted it to be a December to remember, but sorry, that's as good as it's going to get around here. This is just a, a tough story out of Chicago yesterday. Two-year-old boy in West Pullman. There was a fire. Mother was injured trying to, to pull the little guy out. Two-year-old killed in a house fire yesterday. She tried to rescue from the second-floor room where a small fire started. Was a, wasn't able to save him, escaped. She has burns to her body, according to our friend Larry Langford over at the uh, Chicago Fire Department. Investigators are, quote-unquote, paying attention, if you will, to a space heater inside the room where the fire started. They said it's still too early to determine the fire, but, man, today will be the coldest day of this week, and people are using space heaters. I know landlords are supposed to keep those apartments at a certain temperature. Sometimes that fails. Buildings are old. But um, as we dole out free vaccinations and free kits and everything else in this world, maybe we should do something about uh, free smoke alarms. Because they say that uh, um, three out of five home fire deaths result in properties without smoke alarms. And I know this is probably common knowledge and common sense to a lot of us. you got to have a smoke alarm. Make sure the batteries are, are, you know, good. You know, it's the old, you change them every time you set the clocks ahead or back. But if you know somebody that's in need, you can check out your local fire department and see if they have a program for uh, for smoke alarm and fire alarm outreach materials for carbon monoxide. We read a story yesterday about a carbon monoxide deal where supposedly the family's dog saved the family, but the carbon monoxide detector was also going off. So if if you know somebody that doesn't have one, maybe this is something that uh, that we can help out with because some of these neighborhoods in Chicago and the suburbs, you know, if you're if you're tight on cash, you know, smoke alarm's not on the top of your list. But if you want. Go check with your local fire department because you can, uh, in some instances, get a free smoke alarm. And why wouldn't you? Well, yesterday we were all about this everywhere you looked. We heard it in Chicago. We heard it from the president. The guy's name is Biden. Here you go. Oh, that's my fault in here. We're going to stop that. We're going to push these, and we're going to say, here you go. This is not March of 2020. 200 million people are fully vaccinated. You know what? We're not going back. There's a lot of people that are vaccinated. We know this. We know that the Omicron, or as he calls it, the Omicron, isn't that bad. Because Omicron spreads so easily, we'll see some fully vaccinated people get COVID, potentially in large numbers. But these cases are highly unlikely to lead to serious illness. You know, if uh, if you can, uh, let me just tell you, the elixir that I do is uh, a little bit of iron, a little bit of zinc, vitamin C. And and uh, my vitamin D comes from the way of the sun. I like to be outside. I, uh, I like to walk. I like to run. I like to take care of myself and keep yourself happy because we do not want a COVID Christmas. We don't want a COVID New Year. We want to keep you safe and uh, happy for the uh, for the New Year. But the thing is, is that if you're coming downtown and a lot of people have plans to do so, these don't go into effect. And I thought this was interesting. They don't go into effect until january 3rd so come down here do your christmas shopping we're not going to ask you to see a vax card then we do not need to see papers yet but after the third you will need to show your papers to come down but uh you know get that new year's eve party out of the way get the uh, christmas shopping down here done come on down you're going to be somebody on the text line at 312-591-8900 said ray do you think that they are going to check people's vaccination status when they Coming to Soldier Field, that might be playing a game that may not be vaxxed, that might be on an NFL team. I don't have the answer to that. Maybe they did the uh, the elixir like uh, Aaron Rodgers did. I don't know. And what about this monoclonal thing? I, you, are, it, are we done with that? 
Give me the antibodies, baby. That seems to be a pretty good way to fight this deal. But uh, as, as far as uh, as far as getting the booster, getting the vaccine, uh, WLSAM eight ninety texter Nick says his wife went out yesterday and tried to get test kits. Went to the CVS, went to the Walgreens, went to her doctor. No available appointments up until after January 5th. So get tested, be safe, get the booster for your booster for your booster. You got to do what's right, according to the Fouch. See, now I can't decide when you did the earlier impersonation if you sounded more like Colonel Clink or Sergeant Schultz from Hogan's Heroes. You must get the papers. <laughs> you must get them and bring them to me. Mm-hmm. I you are not nothing. allowed in there. I hear nothing. And and what would and what would he say then? Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. Which is what we've all become. God, I missed it. Um, I actually read yesterday because our phones were down. This was our scheduled guest for for yesterday. Joey, can you bring up the crackling fire, please? See now that that makes me feel good right there. Good morning, Secret Santa. Ho ho ho! Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hardly a secret. They use you so much around here. <laughs> okay, so our secret Santa with the deep Chicago connections. Here now to read, Twas the Night Before Christmas, a WLS AM 890 staple for many, many years, going back some 63 years to be read to you right now. Set your recording devices, and away we go. Secret Santa, you're up on the Big 89. Twas the Night Before Christmas went all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama and Kerchief and I and my cat had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted, and they all and all called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As the leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with the obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas, too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawning of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. 
The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, <clears throat> and to all a good night. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. He even got a little emotional there at the end. He was getting choked up. Our secret Santa. Oh. Our secret Santa this morning is Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th. Ray Lopez for mayor. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. it, man. Well, we're getting there. <laughs> at, least for, at least for Santa. Hey. <laughs> yeah, maybe for Santa. Good morning, Raymond. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas. Give me, uh, give me a, 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 a Ray Lopez family tradition. Uh, something that you do that might be unique to your family or something you do, whether it's in, uh, you know, Hispanic flair or tradition or just anything. You know, growing up, you know, I'm a I'm a product of a divorced family. So growing up, I would go to, I'd have two Christmases. Um, I'd do Christmas Eve with like my mom and her family, and Christmas Day with my dad and his. And you know, it was always interesting because we have like all kinds of food from all kinds of cultures. Especially being the fact that you know, on one side it's mostly Mexican, on the other side it's Mexican and Polish. And even now with uh, Hugo, we've continued that tradition where. You know, despite being a Mexican family, this is the perfect time to make, like, homemade pierogies um, and things of that nature in our house and, and enchiladas and mole and all that stuff. So it's like a an international smorgasbord at my house come, come the holidays. And, you know, this year we're celebrating without my grandmother, but we're doing it in my grandfather's house. And I'm sure we're going to cook up a lot of food that's going to, you know, bring back great memories for him and for the family being together. Uh, for decades and, and just look forward to it. You know, we used to also try, uh, Hugh and I would try to get our dogs together. You know, a lot of people <laughs> send out Christmas cards with right. their uh, children. Right. You know, we used to do the uh, uh, Christmas card with the dogs. Um, and once you get past six dogs, it's damn near a possibility. Is that how many dogs you have now? <laughs> uh, actually, I have seven now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Isn't there an ordinance so against can... that? You're running a small zoo. Not as long as I'm around. There, that a boy, I love it. And all your dogs are rescues, right? Um, majority of them now are all rescues and saved animals. Even the one that I drove down to San Antonio to go pick up to keep her from being put in a kill shelter. So it's a it's a really great household of of fur and love, and they all get along. And they show us every day what's really possible when you just give animals a chance. And I think the same applies to people, too. And you know, here, it's Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th. Yeah, and I was just going to say that, because when I hear you talk, I, I hear uh, anybody that loves animals is, you know me, you're a number one in my book for that. I'm, I'm big with paws and tiny and tall rescue, and our dogs are rescues as well. Um, but, you know, if I said this earlier, and I, I you know, I don't get too political when we've got such a joyous segment going here, but if, if our current leader of this city would have, a bit of the heart and the compassion that you do 
maybe people would be more apt to to have this uniting and this togetherness. But this constant, you know, you people, your fault, and I feel like I'm being talked down to, doesn't necessarily work for an adult population. Well, you know what? Every every Christmas needs a Grinch. (laughs) Every Christmas needs a Santa Claus. So I know which role I prefer to play, and I know which one she plays, too. You're my Santa Claus, brother. <laughs> Buddy, I, uh, I uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas to you and your family and to Hugo. And uh, tell your grandfather we're thinking of him. I know it's his uh, first without his uh, his wife of many years, and I know that that can be tough. So we're uh, I appreciate what you your 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 crystal clear uh, opinions and your focus, and I appreciate you for the human you are. And uh, um, remember. Every show on WLS that now parades you around like their show pony, I loved you first. <laughs> well, I just want to say to all the WLS listeners, have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Take care of your families. We know it's not easy, uh, but just remember, this is the season of love, so make it happen. All right, Ray Ray, I appreciate you, man. Hi to uh, Hugo, and uh, Merry Christmas, my friend. And don't be too hard on Miranda's mom. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Here, exactly what you just talked about, make sure you're listening at 830 because you're going you're gonna to see what Ray Ray's all about, okay? Oh, I know what you're about. I know, buddy. Great I'll, man. I love you. Take Have care. Great one. Take care, pal. Bye-bye. You know, I was, uh, I was doing some uh, outreach in, uh, in his ward, yeah. and uh, we, we bonded over working in, in the community with a bunch of kids, Boy Scout troops, good, good Solid kids from his ward, Brighton Park and Inglewood. Find me two tougher to- uh, neighborhoods. You're not gonna. And uh, man, I wasn't there for five minutes before we found our first loaded 380 with uh, uh, you know fully loaded and one in the uh, and one in the chamber. And uh, you know that's that's the kind. That's why you got to get out and help, man. I I like to think that maybe we affect a change that day. You know yeah. what I like is the is the Mexican Polish fusion. Yeah, I'm thinking of going home and dumping some salsa on a pierogi. I'm thinking of going to his house and saying, hey, send me home with some enchiladas yeah. so I can show Gina how it's done, although she is a very good cook. I mean, i got to think that at Ray's house, they do it different. I, I, I get a kick out of fast food, and, and you know, everybody, you know, I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge when it comes to people and their health and these people in the health department that are telling me how to be healthy, and I look at, I look at them and I'm like, wow. Uh, wow. You, you, how, when I go to my doctor, I want my doctor to be fit. I want my doctor to, to look like he, you know, he knows how to take care of his body and run that machine in a way that it needs to be run. There are a lot of corpulent people out there telling me what to eat. Well, I understand that, you know, people are given certain situations. And if you have pre-existing conditions and, and you have, you know, I, I understand that, you know, there are certain people that just have a, a tougher battle to fight. And, and, you know, for those with, with, pre-existing conditions, diabetes, um, juvenile uh, diabetes, and things like that, protect yourself. You know, you, know, you know what to do to keep yourself healthy. You don't need us. You don't need people from the... from. I don't need J.B. Pritzker telling me how to be healthy. There, I said it, okay? Please, oh. please. It just it infuriates me. You were tiptoeing around that. I was wondering if you were going to cross it, it just, the line. You know what? It just angers me. I know. It angers me to no end because I... I yeah, you know, I work hard to, to try to stay in shape and stay healthy because I know, and I've said this a million times, we only have so many days on this earth that the good Lord gives us that are going to tell us that we can be able to do the things we want to do before we need a, a, a knee replacement or a hip replacement 
or God forbid something happens to us. So I try to live at an optimal level now while I can because I know that it's got a, it, everything's got a shelf life. But uh, there is video that's viral out there this morning. We're going to post this up on our socials and at WLSAM890.com. There is a video that's gone viral in China. It's a woman eating a Big Mac with the large fries and the extra large soft drink. Which, by the way, that same government in Chicagoland and Illinois that's telling us to be uh, safe and diligent, that's also the one that wants to put in the uh, no sugary drinks for kids at, uh, at all the fast food joints around Chicago because, you know, they know what's best for you. Don't you live your own life. But there is a video here of a woman eating the uh, the, the uh, supersized uh, Big Mac meal, and she's pedaling because at certain locations in China and Japan, they have put in exercise bikes. So as you eat, you can pedal off. And, and the way they're pedaling, trust me, you ain't going to pedal it off. You eat a Big Mac meal, you better go on a you better go on an eight-mile run to work that thing off. I'm telling you the truth right there. You don't believe me? As you go into your New Year's resolution and you're going to try to lose weight, and I know a lot of people do, get yourself a thing called a fitness app. And be honest with yourself about the steps you put in, the calories you burn, and the food you take in. You will be surprised and amazed at how many calories you're tossing down that gullet. Ray, she's actually eating and pedaling at the same time. Same time. What you're telling me? Yes. See, now, if if I'm jamming a Big Mac and fries and a Coke, I don't want to be on a bike that's going to cause me to vomit no i don't want to be on a bike i want to be on a couch right you know i want to be a couch i want to be you know i I want it to be two in the morning because like there wasn't a taco bell nearby (laughs) they're building one within walking distance from my house all my neighbors are angry because it's not a healthy option i've got a taco bell cantina block away from me do you really right on ohio i haven't eaten at a taco Taco bell Bell you know what cantina i haven't eaten fast food probably in three years. It's been like two days for me. Yeah. I'm really going through a withdrawal. Well, you were on a big weight loss kick. You lost a ton of weight. I lost 40 pounds. Yeah. I was 260. I'm 220. You know why? You're going to play linebacker for the Illini? I stopped drinking. Is that what it was? Yeah. You want to start again? Uh, well, the thought has crossed my mind, depending on which family member I'm dealing with, but no. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I am not going to lie. I am not going to lie to you, Rob Martyr. Yeah. Yesterday after listening to uh, Let's Go Brandon and yesterday after Lori Lightfoot and, mm-hmm. and watching the news, because you have to watch a certain amount of news when you come in here. You and I talked about this this morning. you got to know a little about everything of, of what's going on. I'm not going to lie to you. I put a dent in the Tito's bottle last night. I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't gosh. blame you. Oh I don't blame you, man. Then I had to get up at 2.30 this morning and do a hit with uh, Todd Pirro on Fox and Friends. Once again, you look great. I saw you right Thanks. as I wa- right as I walked into the newsroom. There you were. We're motoring, buddy. We're, yep. we're you know we're 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 gonna we're gonna play through today, and we're gonna go home and we're gonna work on some toys, snowmobile toys, and things like that. Miranda's mama's name. This is the segment we call Miranda's mom on WLS AM 890. Miranda uh, here at WLS, I believe, for her 36th year producing the AM 890 Morning Show. How old are you? Go ahead. 21. Okay, you got to turn her mic on. How 21. Old are you? Okay, but she's been here 36 years. <laughs> you see, that's what radio will do to you. It will age you. Amanda, good morning. Good morning, Ray. I, I, let me just tell you, you, you must be a wonderful woman because I thoroughly enjoy your daughter. She's got a killer work ethic and she's a lot of fun. That's a good, that's a good combination. Yeah, she's all right sometimes. She's all right sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, got this, I say the same thing to my kids. You're all right. You know, 
my kid know, always, my I, kid always tells me I'm built differently. I'm like, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, you were gonna say right sometimes. No, I was gonna say the only thing that would have been better with that intro is the barely Barry Manilow. Oh, Mandy. Okay, well we'll we'll take you out with that. Okay, <laughs> we'll take you out with Oh Mandy because is that your nickname, Mandy? Just to the country part of my family. Okay, yeah. well, well, you know, there's a little country in me too. So, Mandy, give me a uh, give me a growing up uh, a tradition or a story about this young lady uh, or your family. What do you what what makes the Christmas time of year special for you? Always making the kids mad. You make you the kids I'm... mad at Christmas? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Christmas morning, bright and early. You know, I'm the type of person who I wrap my gifts. I might wrap, you know, a gift card in a box mm-hmm. and then in another box and then another box. And it might have reached the size of an iPad by then. And, you know, they're opening up their gifts and, oh, I got an iPad. Oh, no, it's something else. Another box. <laughs> <laughs> so you like to have fun. I do. Now, did the kids get up early in your house? And were you the one? Because for me, it was like the one day of the year that I would try to sleep to 7 o'clock. My kids are down there at 5 o'clock trying to find out all their, and waking me up, waking mom up. And yep. and, yep. and really, because you just went to bed at 2.30 in the morning. And now you're getting yep. up at 6 and you're just dragging. Because you probably yeah. were putting together toys and, and all that kind of thing. And probably having too much uh, elixir. But uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Amanda's mom. Um See, now you've said my name out loud. You're never going to get us right again, ever again. Mandy. <laughs> Mandy, what a, what's this thing with going to the casino every weekend? Is it an every weekend deal? No, 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 okay. no, no. We've got we've got a younger uh, daughter who's a sophomore over at Knox College. So okay. we've had to tamper that down as All the right. started, yeah. you know. Yeah. But well, if you, Miranda you, has turned 21, she's picked that up and okay. learned, oh, I could drink and gamble. Because what I want to do, my mom, my mom at 89 years old, and she hates it when I say that, but she identifies as 65. She loves to go to the right. casino, and I need somebody to take her. And guess what? I think it's going to be my new best friend, Mandy. Hey, you know we're neighbors. I think we've known each other forever. I think so. I, hey, let me <laughs> I'm let me uh, here. I want you to go ahead and open your gift. I got your daughter a Christmas gift. Now we don't normally work together, but I got her a gift. And oh, and and, and oh, I saw this on our website. Yeah, I want you to read what it says. It says I am worthy. And now here's what I want you to do because uh-huh. because I I know that you're asked to do a lot here at this radio station and in in your career, which is going to be a big career. There's going to be people that stand in your way. There's going to be people that tell you that you can't accomplish things, and there's going to be people that try to bust you down, and I want you to always remember that you are worthy, okay? Okay, thank you. You're worthy of that success. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. And I'm telling you, as a a guy that understands, I've I've been through a little of this lately, and I'm telling you, there's going to be a spot for you somewhere. When somebody says no, and they close the door, find a window that's open, okay? Okay. All right, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Oh, my gosh, I love this. I saw this on her website, ShopSustainableGrace.com. That's where it comes from, (laughs) ShopSustainableGrace.com. And you know what? She didn't even let me use a discount coupon. But that's okay. It's a gift, and it's for you, and you're worth it. I love it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Remember that. You are worthy. Thank you. I love it. Amanda's, uh, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda? Mandy? I'm going to call you Mandy from now on. You've done a wonderful job with your daughter. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that, that talk, you know, they talk about these millennials and these kids, and they don't have a work ethic, and she goes against every one of those things. Oh, yeah. 3.30 in the morning is not easy. It is. It, and you know what? And it never gets easy. But you know what? When no. you when you come into a room that's a, that's a lot of fun, it's it's easier to get up, and it's uh, it's easier to do the gig. And before you know it, you're waking up without an alarm. For sure. For I sure. will see you at the casino, okay? <laughs> hey, I'll see you right down the street at Walmart. Hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's go to, uh, there's a new sushi place. I'm told it's right by you. It's my friend's joint. We'll get together and we'll go to uh, Walk and Fire.
Hey, sounds good. All I'm right. a half a mile from there. I'll bring uh, I'll bring my girl. You bring your guy, okay? Hey, we're here. <laughs> All right, because if I don't bring sounds her, great. you know who knows what happens with me. I'm, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, He'll let's talk about us and put us on the internet. We don't need that. <laughs> you right? don't need that. All right, let's play her out, Joey D. It's Manda's mom. You got you got the music ready to go. Oh, Mandy. Here we go. Stop it, Mom. <laughs> no, no, no. It was supposed to be Mandy by Barry Manilow. Were you not listening? Oh, Poor Joey. Joey. Poor Joey. You know what? <laughs> yesterday, Man. yesterday was, you know, I, I say this. Listening is a skill. Joey, yesterday, he, he drove me sideways. With, you know, I'll bring you a gift tomorrow, buddy. Joey, I'll bring you a gift tomorrow. You're doing a fine job in there. The yesterday, the, 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 hey, the, the twas the night before Christmas you gave me yesterday, that's not your fault. I should have pre-read it. But uh, thanks thanks to you guys, you, you make doing this easy, and, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Manda. Christmas, I'll see you later. Merry Christmas. Bye, Mom. Right. Yeah, see, Bye. you know, Bye, look at the uh, people that uh, put together the, uh, the, the show behind the show. So we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Chicago firefighters. It's a tough day for the Chicago Fire Department. A two-year-old boy as well, and just a, an idea I have for you if you... Don't have a smoke uh, detector or you know somebody that does. We'll cover that next here on WLSAM 890. There you go. You've been redeemed. Let it play, man. I remember all my life. As a matter of fact, let's leave this going. Bring it down just a little bit. Because I know that Martyr loves this guy. Absolutely. I'm a fan of low. How happy you made me Never take from you, Barry. But I sent you away, oh, my We're going to that show. I love that show. Gina says, she's like, what are you watching? Why are you watching this crap? My son and I, we bond over that and Bob's Burgers and all of that crap, man. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a vast wasteland out there in TV, TV land. There is absolutely no doubt about it. You heard the uh, news, you heard the stories yesterday, you heard Biden, you heard uh, Lori Lightfoot. It's uh, it's it's on. This is not March of 2020. No. 200 million people are fully vaccinated. We're going to be fine. Because Omicron spreads so easily, we'll see some fully vaccinated people get COVID, you know, potentially in large numbers. You know, but just, these cases are highly unlikely to lead to serious illness. Just get tested. Keep doing everything you've been doing. It's going to get better. I follow what my public health commissioner says. I test regularly. I tested this morning. I'm negative. And I'm fully fully vaccinated plus a booster. You shouldn't be so negative. We thought out of an abundance of caution this week and next, we're telling our staff, if you can work remotely, work remotely. I love that, work work remotely. Is there any work that gets done when you work remotely? Ding, 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 out of an abundance of caution. (laughs) Yes. Let's not get too cliche. Abundant, abundance an of caution. abundance of caution. Yeah, We're doubling down on an abundance of caution, Ray. Although I'm Let's telling you, down. the Omicron variant is not as dangerous, but it could be. Well, but is there another variant? There's the the Omicron? Is there the Omicron? The Omicron. The Omicron. Yeah, he says Omicron. Yeah. Omicron. Here's what I want to know. You know, we're, we're, we're or the Omicron variant <laughs> that's going to Japan right now. There's a uh, there's a call for. Test kits to be sent home with Chicago Public School students. Biden sending out millions and millions and millions of kits. You, you know, right now, I mean, there's a... We've got people so scared to death that if you go to your CVS, your Walgreens, your Ryberty drug stores, your Osco Jules, that if you go there, 
And I know half those places are closed. Um, you can only take, you can, there's a limit of four because people are so scared they're, they're getting the testing kits. There's a limit of four. I get, you don't want to spread it. I get it. So wait, wait. At the outset of the pandemic, I couldn't buy a roll of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Now we're in it. I can get the toilet paper, but not the testing kit. Go. Yeah. Do you, you remember that guy? I did a whole video series on, on my toilet paper. I had this, uh, this app on my phone called, uh, uh, Chatterbox and I would make my toilet paper roll talk. One about how nasty I am and two about how hard it was to, to come by a, you know, a, a toilet paper roll and how the toilet paper roll was tired of taking my blank. <laughs> but I just want to remind everybody, and I had a texter at 591-8900 on the 312 area code. Um, I, I, I want to mention something that they brought to my mind. They said, hey, yeah, what, what kind of money does J.B. Pritzker stand to make from all these testing kits? Now, that's something that I can't answer. I'm sure if we had somebody on from the Illinois Policy Institute, they might be able to help uh, wipe the question mark off our forehead. But his family... Uh, they own stake in at least two companies that create COVID-19 uh, kits. Um, you know, of course, he's always talking about testing. Get tested, right? We're all all about that. His private capital firm, which he co-funded with his brother, Anthony, has invested in Path Group, a clinical molecular pathology company. Q Health is another one. They're uh, part of the uh, Pritzker Venture Capital arm. Now, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, your text message is coming in. Love the family guy. Heard you give a mention about physical fitness and type 1 diabetes being type 1. It's still possible to keep fit. I take bike, bicycle trips. It's a lot more work for me because of blood sugar checks. I understand that. Even with uh, that management necessary, it's still possible. It's still possible. If you have some email uh, at WLS, I can send uh, some trip pics to you. See, that's awesome. You know, and, and, uh, you know, I, you, you watch men and women that, that perform at a high level with, uh, you know, diabetes and you have to check that constantly throughout, you know, your vigorous exercise or even pro football players that have it. Um, it's, it's amazing. You have a, uh, you know, a, a round of applause to you for, uh, for, uh, you know, keeping at it and staying fit. It changes the way you feel. I mean, Rob, you drop, yeah. you drop 40 pounds and when you did, oh, yeah. man, doesn't it just change your outlook on everything? You know, and it wasn't so much that I had a problem with drinking because believe me, I enjoyed it. But I, you'd, you'd wake up. I felt lethargic. Eh. I, I wasn't moving as well as I used to. And in, in the minute that those, well, the minute, as those pounds began to burn off, and then I'm doing less snacking as well because I'm not drinking as much. Yeah, I, I feel great. Yeah, no, it's cool. You know, yeah. and, and 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 you know, on a day like today, you know, we, and I get it, man. You know, some people you got, and I feel bad for 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 men and women that are out there in the trades and they work all day long, and you're not necessarily doing anything that that is good for you but you're strenuous it's 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 work it's hard you're getting you know you're you're lifting and it's it's making you tired and you get home and you don't want to go for a walk i get it you know doing this job it's easy i don't understand how radio people can be fat you work four hours a day it's like come on man yet take a look at most radio people that's all i can say (laughs) it's not that hard hey try to stay healthy i don't want to preach to you do what you do just uh, stay healthy and whatever you think is best for you and your family. Follow that path. Listen to your instincts. You know, we're, we're I think I think that we as a people and a WLS listener are smarter than uh, than people are giving us credit for. Have a great uh, uh, day, a great afternoon. We are back here tomorrow for one more day before we take a break for Christmas, and then we come back next week and do it all over again. Appreciate you being here.